Hey, everybody. Welcome to Soul Sisters Talk. It's your girl, Charlene. Listen, I am here with some phenomenal ladies today. Matter of fact, they're all my clients, and so I'm so glad to have them. They are single ladies, and the podcast topic today is single ladies and what they're looking for in their 20s and 30s. Welcome, ladies. Hello. I would like to introduce Miss Crintera. She is 28 years old. She's a recent graduate from North Carolina Central. She is from Greensville, North Carolina, and she is a leasing consultant. Then we have Miss Serena. What's up, Serena? Hey. She is from St. Croix, the U.S. Virgin Islands. (laughs) She is a graduate of the Art Institute in Photography. She practices orthodontic treatment coordinator and dental assistant. Is that correct? Correct. Then I have the one and only, when God built her, he broke the mold. (laughs) Miss Kwaniqua. (laughs) She is 28. She is also from Greenville, North Carolina. She is a current student at North Carolina Central and her degree will be, she will be a future psychologist, right? She currently works in the, as an endodontist assistant at Rickabini and Associates. You better give them a plug in for their job, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome ladies to the show. Hi. Hello. So I'm glad that you guys are here because listen, I need to be educated on on what it's like to be single in y'all's 20s. And so, you know, one of the things I'm going to say as millennials, the first thing I'm over here telling these girls, put your phone down. We doing a real recording. However, millennials can never drop their phone. Serena, do you, you in your 30s, so it's a little different for you, right? She barely has hers. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies, um, in your 20s, y'all are single. Y'all single and satisfied? I am. Having fun. And happy. <laughs> Quiet. Um, not single and satisfied. You kind of in between. Just single and looking. Okay, she living her best life. I'm well, having fun. You having fun? We know you having fun. I told you this is my turn up um, client. She is having fun, and she's gonna help us understand what fun looks like for her generation. Ladies, I got a few questions I want to ask you guys. Something I need to be educated on. Tell me, and I guess I'll start with Quintera and Quaniqua. Mm-hmm. Quintera, y'all fall from Greenville. Your mama's name just started with Q's. I tell you what, that was a thing in the Greenville area. <laughs> um, when you guys talk about dating, well, I don't even know if it's dating. When you guys talk about being with a guy, there are so many different terms that I've heard y'all use in the salon. And I want y'all to tell me a little bit and Serena chime in on these different terms. Cause you know, when I was growing up, he was either my boyfriend or he wasn't, you know, I, it wasn't a whole lot of in between, but you guys have these great categories. Talk to me about them. Um, so I, the, I feel as though when you're talking to somebody, talking to somebody will be just someone that you're just casually, you know, good morning, how was your day, things of that nature. You don't really go out on dates with that person, just someone that you just happen to talk to. to Yeah, text from time to time. Hey, how you been? How's life? How's the kids? Now, when you're actually dating someone, that's someone that you're 
going out on dates with not necessarily mean that you're um, completely exclusive with that person, but you are going out on dates with that person, hanging out with that person, and you're talking to that person from time to time, but you may also be dating or talking to other people as well. Now, when you have a boyfriend or you are exclusive with someone, then that means that you're solely dealing with that person. You're going on dates with that person. That's going to be the person that you can do everything with. Okay. Anybody else can add to that? And you guys, the whole point of the podcast is for y'all to talk. So talk to me, okay? Well, I I hear people say they're talking to someone. Mm-hmm. And I, I figured that talking was different. What is talking for you? What, when you think of that, what do you think of? It seems like talking was, is someone that you not necessarily date, but you might do things with. Oh, like okay. what type so of you thing? may have some intimacies with them. Well, I would consider dating. You might have intimacy with someone right, that you're, you're just dating. Talking to them and you don't know them, or you're, you're yeah, you ain't even been out on a date with them. Have sex that's, with them. I'm yeah. just saying, but that's my interpretation. Right. So you skip the dating. You just do talking and no, boyfriend. No, 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 no. no, that's not what I do. I said my interpretation of talking. Because I thought it was interesting when you said talking, there's really no purpose to that relationship because y'all, right. you, you, y'all not dating, y'all ain't going nowhere, y'all ain't really trying to get to know. You just waking up saying, "What you doing?" That's not. A well, I, well, that I have, well, I have people that that just check on me from time to time that I may check on from time to time. That's just somebody you talk to. Oh, that's my friend. You get what I'm okay, saying? Okay. But does not necessarily mean that we're actually. So talking dating. is more of a friend <clears throat> category, right? That's the that's the guy that is completely friend zoned. You know, someone that you don't have no intentions of being with. It's just a friend. But it can turn into something. So talking can transition. Mm-hmm. And does he, to have, does he have intentions of having more with you in the talking, in the checking on you? Right. Oh, yeah, that's good. Have you ever had guys that y'all put them in this category we talk in, but they was actually thinking y'all, well, it can't be dating because if we use by the definition. So let me go over what you said. And we're using what... Quanique was said, talking is not dating him, not meaning going somewhere. It's kind of texting and checking up. It's friend zone. Mm-hmm. Dating is we'll do social things together, maybe go to dinner, but we're not exclusive. And then boyfriend is I'm only dealing with you. Right. And we doing all that stuff together. We texting right. each other. We're dating with each other. So talking that friend zone could progress to dating which could pr- progress to boyfriend right yeah there's stages okay the stages okay and how do y'all do, is it just an organic thing or are y'all looking for something in that process of talking that everybody starts at talking right everybody, i started talking i, I, I think you should yeah. i have to get to know you mm-hmm. and see if i like you if i want to be around you more but if you're not giving them exclusivity of time, so this is just a question because I don't know. So if I'm talking to five different guys because, you know, we just kicking it and I'm dating a couple of guys because it ain't exclusive. How am I get giving anybody the time to really That's become my, my net, my boyfriend? It's hard. It's hard. Okay. Um, I feel like some guys like exclude themselves. Okay, some guys, what you mean? Like some guys will work harder than others. So I have okay. a guy who we are talking, so we're getting to know each other, but he doesn't talk to me every day. I don't see him every not day. Not consistent. Right, he's not very consistent. And then I have another guy who 
wants to see me every day, who wants to talk to me every day. So like he excluded himself because he's not being consistent with me. Oh, right. that's good. Yeah, you so, know, so they yeah. have a, they, so the guy has a responsibility in this talking time. You know, when we was back in the day, that was called courting for us, right? right? So in this courting time, <laughs> he actually is kind of the ball controller. Like either he's pursuing you or he laying back low. Right. Right. And I match off energy. So if okay. you show right. me that you just follow back, I'm following. And I feel like you can't be interested and inconsistent at exactly. the same time. Ooh. Can't be interested and inconsistent right. at the same time. I like that. Okay. Um, are guys in your generation romantic? Not no. at all. I don't feel like guys oh, in my in the in their twenties are romantic. I think guys in their thirties and forties may be a little bit more romantic than twenties. Yes. Okay. I think somehow that got missed um throughout the years. Throughout the years. It it has been watered down. Right. Chivalry's dead. It's it's all gone. Definitely I dead. remember being young and having um this guy would pull up by my window by my house and play a little song for me and drive off. That's on mm-hmm. We only sit it on movies. But he did that. He did that. And of course I like him more than I like anybody else walking the street because he would do little things like That's that. That's cute. That's cute. But nobody don't do that no more. Yeah, not no, at all. Definitely not. Do you think it is because women have changed, or do you think that men don't feel like they have to work as hard? What do you think? That is, is exactly what it is. I think I think that society now has changed where exactly what you said. Men feel like they don't have to work as hard, so they don't have to do all that romantic stuff to get the same outcome. You know, and also I feel that men think that. <clears throat> Me and think I don't forgot my train of thought, y'all. Y'all, she getting older in her twenties. So, whose onus is that on? Is that women's issue or a man's issue? Because does that mean that we've lowered our standard and what they have to do in order to get our attention, or that means y'all just faced with not having that much, so y'all kind of just kind of? I think it's lower a little bit you more than the men. Yeah, because I feel like we don't. We don't let them yeah. work hard to get us. We just kind of give it to them. Mm. So they don't feel like they have to work hard for us. And if they, if we don't hold them to a certain expectation, then they're not going to. Right. I feel like we, um, these days, a lot of women are not wanting a relationship. They're needing a relationship. Mm. And the decisions that you make when you need something is different to the decisions that you make when you want something. Right. So if you have somebody that comes to you and you want them, they have to work hard. They have to work hard because I want you and I want you to show me that I, I really want you. But if I need you, it's like needing a glass of water. If you really, really get crazy, you're going to do Anything you can to get this glass of water because this is something that you need versus something that you just choose to go out and get. Right. So I think that that has messed it. It has messed a lot of relationships. And I I think too that nowadays, especially my generation, I can't necessarily speak for the thirties, you know, group. But for us, everybody is so afraid of getting played. You get what I'm saying? It's like we're like, oh, well, you're not gonna handle me. Well, you're not gonna handle me. You get what I'm saying? So everybody kind of got their guard up. So. So nobody is really taking anybody serious because everybody, because we're all like, oh well, he ain't about to play me or she's not about to play me right, type well, of situation. Look stupid yeah, 
You get what I'm saying? So, it, so I don't even think that, we can even get to that point. You know, like, I just... I, where do you think explain. that came from? Because if everybody has that same common, like the common denominators, I'm not going to get played. I mean, why do you think that's so pronounced in 20s? Is it maturity thing? Is it being vulnerable enough to go through the pain of what a relationship is or being open enough? I mean, I don't know if y'all can remember, there was a movie that two can play that game or something like that. Yeah. And the whole relationship was about who going to get over on who first. You, well, you really can't ever build a relationship if it's, you always one up in the other person. I don't know if the 20, you know, People in the twenties are looking for like relationships. I think that has changed. Nobody's really right at that point looking to be married or looking to. So if you're looking for different things, if everybody's not necessarily looking to settle down and looking to to be married, then everybody is playing everybody. So who you right? So so that was one of the things. So you think that? So I was gonna ask you, what do you think your biggest challenge in? Um that we, you guys face in this generation, we're trying to find Mr. Right or even are y'all. So it doesn't sound like y'all really <clears throat> are or possibly are you. I, I think that at this point in my life, I do want to try to find one guy that I can do everything with. You know, I am a very complicated individual. Um, and, and, it, and it takes a lot, a, a whole lot to deal with me. So, you know, I do want to kind of find one guy that I feel like that can handle me and deal with all that comes with me. And that someone that I can just do everything with instead of me having to find this and this person and this and this person and this and that person. But is it challenging if you get these categories that you're putting people in versus devoting your time to discovering if? It is challenging. And accepting that maybe everybody's not gonna have everything. Everything, yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing I'm looking. That's that's my problem too. Because, like I said, I want. I'm, tr I'm trying to look for my forever person, and I've been kind of like canceling a lot of people. If I see one little thing that I don't like, and Serena knows, and you too, that if I see one little thing I don't like, I, I can't talk to him anymore. Which is amazing. And I know this show isn't about me, but I just did another show with some, what I call my season ladies. So they're in their 40s. And to be, I'm surprised that from your generation to the 40s, there are still women who feel what Kwanikwa just said, that they, they have still this checklist, even though it's, it's not written, it may be invisible, that they're still looking for someone to meet all of their expectations. And the reality coming from somebody who's been married this long, because mm -mm. I'm not everything he needs at all times. You know what I'm saying? So to expect that someone's going to be right. everything you need all the time is not true. But that's why you have extended relationships. So I have girlfriends, because my husband, he's going to give me about five Maybe 10 minutes of good conversation. Then they're going to be like, we done talk way too long, babe. I, I'm, I need to go watch games. So I better have a girlfriend that I can call right. and talk the rest of those 30 minutes to. Um, so do you, uh, can you guys accept that, okay, in a relationship, can I look for qualities in a man that I myself can give and not have an expectation that's unreasonable? You know, you said he do one little thing and he out the door. And, and or, that's my problem, though. I need to learn to compromise and more so, what's the word I'm looking for, Serena, when you, not settle, but. It's not settle. I think compromise is a good word. Good word. That's a good word. Because that doesn't mean that this person is perfect. It means that you are choosing to accept 
their flaws or the, the differences or the little things that, that you don't necessarily love, but they have to do the same thing for you. Okay. I'm going to read, because Serena said something, and I'm going to read um, this quote. Uh, and, and this says, a friend is someone who understands your past, believes in your future, and accepts you just the way you are. So when you're looking for a significant other, we can replace that word with a boyfriend, a husband. You know, it's the value of you, you understanding what I've been through. You're excited about where I am. And you accept me with what I'm going through and right. that I'm not perfect every day. Like, right. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to do things wrong. But if we're in a relationship, you understand that. And you accept me and you forgive me and you move. Is that, when we're talking, I know that's got a little deep, but I mean, can you, for you, because you're the one who said you feel like you have the challenge with that. <clears throat> you think it's a growth thing for you? You'll grow to that? I think I will. I think some of yours, if I could say, I think she's like my little sister, y'all. So I know her little person. I think you're having a good time. So looking for a significant other, there's that part of your mind that says that's the right thing to do. Right. But then there's the other part, like, but I'm having fun. Right. So maybe that's why the struggle seems to be. Because she's not ready to to settle. She's not ready to be, be done with meeting different people and being with different people or seeing dating, different people yeah. dating she's not she's not at that and that's I, look at we talking I, about what I you think, are i think i am though serena no, I, don't think so. I, I i want to settle down with one person it's just it's gonna that one person has to be a special person to the and you know what let me give kwanika also some kudos some things that y'all don't know about her she's a mother to two Right. She was in a very long-term relationship with someone. So it's not as though she's never been in a committed relationship. But just like me, when I, I was married before, when I got out of that marriage, I just wanted to have a good time. Right. You know, you can say what you want to say. Right. I was having a good time. And so, and there's a stage in life and maybe that's just the that's stage you are. So that's cool. That's why I think she's there. I think she felt trapped or boxed in for a long time right and then now i don't have to be boxed in i, I felt like i had to settle for so long for six years that now that i'm not in a relationship i don't want to settle so if i don't see the qualities or the attributes That's that i good. want in my forever person then therefore i will not settle anymore dealing with somebody that I don't have to deal with. You get what I'm saying? And, and I know, I know as an adult, everybody has, you know, past situations. Everybody has some things or some demons or some flaws that they're battling with because I have many, many, many of my own, but, and, and I'm willing to accept, but it's just certain things that I'm just willing to accept. But there's triggers. Okay? Right. I, I, I've been married. I've been divorced. There's things that trigger me in a negative way. If I'm dating somebody and you set off on an M flag, I'm cutting you off. <laughs> right. Because I have lived with controlling. I've, yeah. I've lived with certain things for years, dealing with that for years, and I choose not to do that again. Right. So there's things that trigger me. And hey, if you happen to do that, then I'm running. I'm turning around and I'm running. Hey, I think it's fair enough. I think when you come to the table to meet anybody, you have to be sensitive that the, their experiences in life may be different than your experiences and what they've experienced may impact you guys being able to move forward. Right. One couple things I want to highlight what I love hearing y'all talk about is how y'all meet guys. Well, I, I've well, been, how guys introduce themselves. I've been meeting a lot of guys on dating sites. 
you know, um, Hinge in particularly. Hinge. I, I feel like those Shout men, out to Hinge. We need a payment for this. <laughs> I feel like Hinge has a different caliber of men than, okay. let's say, um, Tinder or Match or ChristianMeet.com. You know, like, so I've been meeting a lot of good guys up there. Um and also social media, you know, by chance. I've been meeting people up there. You got to screen them very, very good. But, you know, I've been meeting a couple of people up there as well. So y'all talk about the DM. No, the, yeah, that's, yeah. No hinge, um, no hinge. DM. Yeah, I've, 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 I've done hinge. I've done match. I've met all the crazy that's on match. And I've met all the crazy that's on hinge. Okay. All right. How do you meet gentlemen? Um, so I work a lot. Okay. And I work at the mall. So it's just kind of easier to meet them at the mall when they come in to like shop for something. Okay. So that's usually where I meet them. I don't get on dating sites. I don't really do social media. If I know you on social media, it's because I might know you in real life. Not because. So you still do the organic way, like, yeah. you know, like just in, person, in person, like getting to know you person. that way, mm-hmm. seeing you around. I would, I would like that. I would, but I don't go anywhere. That's okay. I was about to ask you, do you guys I don't, go out? I don't and unless you're going to get the mailman, you don't go out. Unless you're going to be the UPS man or the mail, I, I really don't go out as much as other people, I think. And they have, um a greater opportunity to meet somebody new because I'm I don't I go to work and I go home because I have my baby and I I have guilt about like dropping her off all the time. So and so that so with that, how do having children for the you who have children affect your dating process? Does it affect it? Have you become a couple? I just heard you say it does. It yeah. impacts you with guilt when you have to leave her. Is that because you're working all day? She's at school. Then when you come home, your time. I, yeah, I feel like I have to work that I have to do. And the time that I can spend with her, if it's to get to know somebody, you have to spend time with them. You have to go out with them. You have to. So I have, I feel like I'm taking up the time that I, the little time that I do have with her. I may be, um, you know, off with some, you know, having to go on a date or having to ask somebody, can you watch her for me for a couple hours? Then I'm now putting her off on somebody else. Mm. So I have both i have my friends the few people that i trust to watch her i have to feel like i'm continuously asking and then for her i feel like i'm continuously shoving her off at somebody else okay. but it is necessary in order to get to know somebody so to it's find a, that balance to find that balance is, is for me has been difficult what about you um as far as me me and my children's father um alternate weekends Friday to Sunday. So I have every other weekend off where I can do pretty much whatever I want to do. Um, and throughout the week, if I want to, if I were to go out on a date or something throughout the week, then I, I can get my niece or somebody to watch. So, okay. so I, as far as the guilty part, I don't. <laughs> I, I, personally, I personally think I need a break. Everybody need a break, you know, and if you got kids, anyone out there listening, you probably need a break too. So <laughs> I, I definitely don't feel guilty. And Kutoy, you don't have any children, right? I do not. Okay. So you don't have to worry about the guilt or the no. not guilt. But I feel like it is difficult sometimes when you meet guys who have kids. Okay. Because it's not always, 
over between them mm, and yeah. the child's mother. So I have to Especially young not kids. only get to know you, but then I have to also deal with this other person and your child. So that could be a little difficult sometimes when I'm dating somebody who has kids. So I usually try not to. Okay. Really? It's, yeah. That's rare though. It's if rare, I but I've you all search the people that I found, I, most of them don't have kids. The guy I'm talking to right now, he does have a child, but he's like six, seven, so it's not like he a baby. But I usually no. Like if, you, if they tell, like you say, when you find something wrong with them and you cut them off, as soon as you tell me you got kids, I'm like, okay. <laughs> but you know, I, I don't think it should matter if they got kids or not. I mean, as long as they're a good father and they're taking care of that child, and they don't necessarily, you know what I'm saying? And that's all I really. But everybody has, it's different because some people may feel like, I don't want to be a mother to anybody. I don't want to be that mothering figure. I don't right. want okay, that child yeah. thing. I'm and I may not want to deal with your baby mama, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that don't matter to me. It doesn't matter because if you have, you have to deal with mine, so I have to deal with yours. I might be concerned about your baby mama. You should be concerned about my ex-husband, I guess. I ain't concerned about her. He need to be concerned about her. I ain't concerned about her. I think it's different how everybody needs something different. I think it just goes to different levels of self-care. I think that you have to, mom, have to find ways to provide self-care for yourself, whether that's going out with your girlfriends, spending quality time reading a book, being with your, you know, whatever that is. My mom, she was a mother of eight and married to my dad for like forever. And when they divorced, I never saw her date. And, you know, that was like honorable because she was raising her kids and da da da. But I also never saw her know what love was. That's And so not ever seen, the relationship her and my dad went, were in were was very, you know, rocky and she was one of those old school women who she was just there doing everything, but she never knew what love was to have somebody reciprocate that to her. So as we got older, I wish she would have dated. I wish she would have, you know, found somebody who would have taken her and treated her the way she wanted to. But I understood for her, it was I didn't want to be bringing different Johnny yes. and Willie and Sam over to the house and getting to know my kids. I didn't want to, I had a lot of kids, so taking that time away was valuable. But she she too felt like, you know, maybe if I could have found a balance in that. And so I think that people should find balances because you do have needs. And I'm not talking about sexual needs. I'm talking about emotional needs, validation needs. You know, mm-hmm. we want to, somebody tell you feel you're pretty. Wanted. You want to yeah. feel wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because and there's a loneliness that you have even even with a child you would think you have somebody in the house or you have somebody with you all the time outside of the, the relationship you have with your children or your child there is having another person there is you know good but I don't want to have Chester the molester come home so I have to be very very um, particular about who I have who I date and who I allow to be around her. And that's not just girls, it's boys too. You don't want to pick You're up right. the wrong person and then I have to choke you. So because this conversation is so good, we're going to do a part two to this because we want to talk about Chester the molester and we don't want him around our children. So if you um, can stay with us and join us in a few seconds for episode two, talking about single ladies and what they're looking for in their 20s and 30s. Thank you.